Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing four weekly podcasts, Dumb Dumbs and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, and Curse, Code, and Crown, as well as four event podcasts with miniseries releases scheduled at random intervals, Dumb Scum and Villainy, The Mythos Mysteries, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town the Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please... Join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merch Merchandise today. Welcome back to Curse, Code, and Crown, a live play Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition podcast featuring a fully original world and campaign. I am the wizard Cronox, observer of time. Curse, Code, and Crown features our regular voiceover artists and improvisers. Laura Elizabeth as the Orc Countant Eta and Princess Gwendolyn. Tyler Hewitt as Maka Deathcap and Ryan LaPlante as Duncan Kindano alongside our dungeon master, the incredible Tom McGee. So get ready for an adventure including thrills, chills, and hope for a brighter tomorrow. It's time for Curse, Code, and Crown!
as your blades touch for the first time, uh, time slows and you feel uh, your body move uh, as though um, walking uh, once again through deep water. Um, at the touch of the blades, um, an insignia um, previously unseen on um, Eisenhorn's chest of, of bright orange, a, a rune of some sort, um, lights up. And um, you hear a voice, um, not his, uh, not yours, but somehow coming from both of you and existing within both of you, um, just state very clearly and very plainly, um, the battle has begun. The victor shall enter the ranks of the Order of Champions and become part of the great game. To the loser, death or mercy. To both, good hunting. And around Gren, warriors of all shapes and sizes stop in the middle of their, their daily activities. Some out walking, perhaps observing um, the, uh, the sunset. Uh, others fishing, um, some fighting, some fucking, some just hanging out, stop. And one and all, a small grin tugs at the edge of their, their lips, knowing that somewhere one of their number has engaged in combat. And perhaps, maybe, just maybe, for once, for the first time in a very long time, fresh blood might enter the game. As soon as uh, the voice is complete, um, time speeds back up. Um, you, it's it was just a tap of the blades. It wasn't anything, you know, hyper dramatic. Just both of you kind of getting a sense of each other's um, uh, pace and style. Um, Eisenhorn uh, kind of rolls his eyes and says, uh, "I must apologize, Duncan Kindano. I should have perhaps made clear the rules of the uh, Order of Champions. I assure you there will be no further interruptions to our duel. Um, of course, he doesn't like stop to say this. It's just very much like a, as you you both pull off and yeah. like ready, ready to fight. Mm. Um, but it's it's one of those things where clearly he's done this for so long, he kind of forgot that that's a thing that happens every time. But he realized how <laughs> shitty that is for like another duelist to just suddenly get stopped mid, you know, mid action to hear weird shit. Um, but, uh, with the pleasantries out of the way, it's purely into combat. Go ahead and roll me an initiative check, please. 21. All right. You will be going first. Um, Duncan, um, Eisenhorn is, uh, standing with the confidence of, uh, uh, uh an undead creature. Um, legends of, of vampires certainly exist, uh, even in Orvel, but, uh, given the lack of, um, the lack of contact with the outside world, um, for the most part, you've certainly read of, of vampiric tradition in other cultures, but I think, uh, when, you know, when everyone still kind of carries the generational memory of fighting something called the necrotis, um, yeah, yeah. This is a sacred calling to purge the undead, especially oh, one that's murderous. Definitely. Yeah, totally. But I also feel it's like spooky as fuck. Yeah. But also like, I think vampires traditionally have held kind of like a LOL. It's the boogeyman. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> like, the Necrotist forces were very real. Everyone saw them all the time. Like there were rumors, sure, but like that's the fucking thing to be scared of. Um, 
but um, carries himself with with what you you would expect of of uh, an undead creature who is has lived centuries and and felled um, you know thousand plus people. Um, it's an ease, a grace, a confidence, um, but uh, no sign of arrogance, um, no sign of um, uh, overconfidence. It's instead seemingly just a almost a matter of course. Uh, it's honestly kind of how you think of yourself when when you stand to fight. Just kind of no, like I'm. Not, I don't need to prove anything to you. I'm just like I have the skills I have. I'm gonna make it look good, but beyond that, you know, I don't need to posture. Um, so he has clearly given you space to to take the first move. Um, you sense uh, a bit of curiosity coming off of him. Great. Uh, I think um, he will. Duncan will start with. Uh, the rapier. He doesn't have because what he, he'd have read about vampires. Because again, this falls to that like sacred stop yep. the necrotist dawnbreaker shit. Uh, do vampires in this world? This is a bit of a meta question, but it's just because I want to know. Or do they have like silver? Like, is it traditional our world vampires, or are there weird other things he would know about Gren's vampires? Um, I would say unconfirmed. More importantly, um, for you in this moment, um, it would seem that uh. Winning the duel in whatever form that is, the what I guess, sorry, the, the, uh, not explaining this well. Um, weirdly, the omniscient voice piece and the rune and time slowing and the clear enchantment value of the Order of Champions would suggest to you that where a vampire might normally be able to cheat by being relatively unkillable, the order rules just mean you have to defeat him, whatever that means, a defeat mm-hmm. will count. And I think that answer comes to you just as, as soon as you, you sort of beg the question in that same voice. And you realize you've kind of got a rule book installed in your head for now. Yeah. Um, for as long as you're participating in this. Um, yes. Uh, silvered weapons would have greater effect uh, based on what you've read. Um, however, uh, vampires do take damage. Um, at least yeah. They from can- what you understand, you can like bash them up a bunch. Yeah, so I think then knowing that he will focus on the sword that he knows is magical and is more likely to be effective than bullets that may or may not. Bullets are fast, but drawing a gun is slow when you're this close to a sword fighter. So I think it would start with like the beginning of that kind of like classic circle that you often see fencers kind of do. Because if they've both got a thin sword, then he's treating this guy like a very, very good um, Mm. rapier fighter. So he's circling. He's got his cape, which he's just kind of like swishing with his free kind of like left hand. His right hand has the rapier up, but it's it's he's circling the tip. It's an old classic trick to try to draw somebody's eye away from you towards the end of the weapon. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then he's going to come in. He's adjusting his strategy because he knows vampires are supposed to be really fucking fast. So though it's a feint, he'll always feint at full speed instead of trying to like show it off. Right. But basically his first strike is just a feint up and then he's actually just going to spin it into a slash at the hands. Because the easiest way if you can't get close to somebody in these kind of duels is just chop up their fucking fingers so they hold a sword worse. And then like next round can incrementally move towards a, a fight instead of a quick kill. Sure. So... Due to all of his tricks and his speed, I will use a swashing point to make this an assault attack, which means I have two attacks with my skull rapier. Great. Let's roll them up. The first attack is a 21. Um, Great. I'm going to add parry because he would to the first attack. Unfortunately, that that still hits, uh, but he he blows the, the, the attempted parry 
okay. uh, raising his blade. Great. So then that one I'll slash down over his hand, and that one will do uh, 14 magical piercing damage. Okay. Uh, and then he will spin the other one. How do, what is he doing with his other hand? I'm imagining if he's a rapier fighter, is it similar? Is it like the hand up? It's it's up. Of, yeah, he's got it at the back. Um, he's got it. Uh, this is such a funny like uh, I learned this when I was doing stage combat stuff. Um, it's kind of like um, limply hanging, kind of up near his face. Um, it's just there to counterbalance. Um, but again, it's a very functional place to have your hand because it means if you need to throw weight behind you or in front of you or anywhere else, you can. Um, but it just kind of means he's got like a sort of a, a limp hand floating up near his face um, as he has his other sword out, wearing like those thick, um, big flared uh, leather dueling gloves that you would. Uh, again, everything is old, but very, very well kept. Yeah. OK, so he'll slash over his his like kind of knuckles and hand on the rapier. Yep. Uh, and then he's just going to turn it down and try to slash across the front calf of like the forward leg of the two. Sure. Yep. Uh, and that one will be. That is a dirty 20. Yep, that'll do. Great. And that is... And that is 11 magical piercing damage. All right, not bad. A total of 25. Nice. Cool. Um, so yeah, you slash across the, the like as expected. Um, you can see the the wound starting to kind of heal up a little bit. Um, it's not as it's not like sealing. It's not like Wolverine sealing shut. Um, it just mm-hmm. isn't. You know, you know what these wounds should look like. Um, and uh, as he uh, kind of like takes these these two quick hits, um, the grin uh, grows wider, and he, he just says, um, uh, "You're quick." This will be fun. Um, and then he turns to mist. Um, he appears behind you and um, rapidly uh, slashes um, uh, across your back. Uh, what's your AC right now, Doug? AC is 17. All right. So I'm going to roll each of these individually in case you have other shit you want to do. Okay. That'd be great. Um, all right. So first rapier attack is a crit fail. Damn, man. Yay. Um, <laughs> I am cool with it. Uh, all right, so um, he misty steps uh, behind you. You don't have time to draw, but you do have time to just grab Mr. Bang and fire backward. Uh, like it's literally you don't unholster it; you just fire through yeah, the holster. It's, it's spinning the holster <laughs> on the hip. Yeah. yeah. Um, so go ahead and roll. Uh, roll a Mr. Bang attack. That is a nineteen to hit. Yep, that'll do. Great. That will do an additional four damage. I rolled the one, the the damned one. One's all the way down. Uh, Mm -hmm. So this is first strike. Um, He there's there's just kind of like a like a um, from him as as the the bullet hits again. You would have gut shot a mortal um, creature, but uh, undead creature just kind of takes it. there's a there is a tone of frustration though to it. Like it's it's the first legitimate crack you've seen because this was meant to be his cool flourish to start things off, and it is really going badly. <laughs> um, he's going to take another strike at you. All right, that's more like it. Uh, that is an eighteen. Okay, that will hit. Yep. Um, so that is going to be. Sorry, one second. One second. 
Okay. Uh, so that is going to be uh, eight points of slashing damage and right. six points of poison damage. I am going to attempt to parry, yep. which is a reaction and uses a swashing point. So I will track that. For those of you listening at home, different parry than the one enemies get. Yes. Mm. A better one because player characters. <laughs> I roll. Ugh. Okay. I subtract. 12 damage from that. So I'm imagining that probably leaves the... I don't know what you want to leave with that, but I subtract 12 damage from the total Great. of the attack. Um, let's put four poison through. Um, yeah, that's what I was figuring. That, that makes the most sense. Um, as the uh, the thin blade um, kind of slashes across uh, across you, manages to, to find a small bit of exposed skin up near your neck. Um, and um, you, you feel um, cold uh, just beginning to spread. Um, from the wound. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't throb. Um, it's, it's incredibly cold and uh, almost soothing. Um, but to someone who's trained to observe these sorts of things, this is a big fucking concern because that's yeah. not what you want. Um, so two quick slashes um, and then uh, kind of reaching back with his, his limp hand, um, he thrusts it forward uh, and out of the folds of the glove, um, a, uh, a wrist mounted blade um, sort of like comes uh, tearing out of the, uh, a well-hidden leather pocket and uh, he attempts to get you in the back Assassin's Creed style. Mm. Um, that will be another 18 to hit. That'll hit. Alrighty. Uh, so that is, oh, I rolled low, uh, six points of damage. And then I need you to roll me a DC 15 con save, please. Okay. Con save. That is 14, sadly. All right. Uh, unfortunately you are straight up poisoned. Poisoned. So what does that mean? <laughs> um, so uh, you have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Oof. Um, I am going to let you roll to shake it off uh, because these are less potent than a proper poisoning. Um, okay. It's uh, like, yeah, um, it's the, the kind of thing where the it's going to stack over time and kind of get worse and worse for you. But um, for now, given that you've exposed yourself to poisons before, um this isn't the, the end of the line for you, but um, okay, okay. until you shake it off, you will have disadvantage. <laughs> um, so that is, that is his full round. Uh, Duncan, it's over to you. Um, Gwendolyn, um, you observe this, this occur. What, what's going through your head? Um, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm watching intently and I'm, I, <laughs> I'm like not going to respect the rules of this if it looks like hmm. Duncan's in danger. Fair enough. So I'm, I, I mean, I'm ready to step in if he's going to, if he looks like he's in serious trouble. Gotcha. All right. Um, and Maka, uh, what's going through your head during this duel? Um, I, well, first of all, he would be observing Duncan. How does Duncan look right now? It has, he's, he's taken a, Bit he's, of a thrashing there, but scratched up, but nothing critical. He's still okay. very, very much in this fight. This isn't like, oh, okay. he's heavily injured. Okay, uh, then um, Maka will just 
kind of mutter to uh to Darna who he's he's standing beside he'll say um your debt is settled now yes um and uh she nods and says uh yes by providing a proper opponent for dear Eisenhorn to fight I am now off the proverbial hook mm, mm. and should Eisenhorn win have you seen what becomes of his victims? Um, she just kind of looks at you and says, he did not buy the teeth inside his cloak. Mm. Just the teeth? Um, and she just kind of looks at you pityingly and says, <laughs> for someone accused of cursing our people, treachery and sabotage, you are truly a naive optimist, yes? Ha! Now that he knows more about that, uh, <laughs> he, he really, really respects the rules of the duel. <laughs> he very, very begrudgingly lets the fight carry on. Amazing. Um, <laughs> with that in mind, the fight does indeed carry on. Duncan's over to you. Tom, just because I want to be 100% sure before I decide what I'm doing next, because he's a thinker as he fights. What does this mirror look like now that he's out of it? Um, it is benign once again. So it's just a regular fucking mirror. Yeah. With okay. What um, you would what you would guess from what you observed is that uh, there is um, some kind of um, portal enchantment activated by touching uh, the magical the, 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 string, the, whatever. Yeah, the the black um, sort of metallic bars in a certain order, um, but. Uh, no, it's not like it's not just like a liquidy mirror right now. Cool. Um, what Duncan will do then is because the vampire came in behind him. Um, unfur here's a question: unfurling the scabbard of unlikely fellowship is that an action? Is that a bonus action? What we call, I believe we, we said that? that was a bonus. Great. Then he will with one hand, like he's he's kind of just got stabbed in the back and he's got a little bit of that like switching forwards, pulling his scabbard out. So the, the, the cape is, you know, the big unfurling portrait is kind of hanging there as well. He'll swirl that over his head while reversing his rapier and just stabbing backwards mm -hmm. at the vampire with one hand. And I will assault again because this shit is getting real. <laughs> There's no more fucking around with uh, Duncan at this point. Um, Great. So remember uh, attacking at disadvantage because of your poison. Yes. Okay. There's that plus. That is just a second. Seven plus two is nine plus four is 13 plus nine is 22. To hit? To hit. Okay. The yep. lower number was a nine, so it's still a decent roll. Right, nice. I understand. Um, um, he will again attempt to parry. It will not matter. Great. Uh, and then he will do 12 uh, magical piercing damage. Uh, and then he's going to like swirl it all around, swirl the the big uh, the, the scabbard around his head to like make a big distraction. And with his rapier hand, he's just going to reach down and he would like to fire Mr. Bang that's still aimed backwards, but at the mirror. He wants to blow out the mirror. Sure. Huh. 
Um, go ahead and roll to hit. Great. Do I have advantage because it's a stationary mirror? Uh, no, because you're <laughs> shooting backwards. And I have an opponent, which makes sense. <laughs> okay. Got to do math in my head. Uh, Better you than me, homie. I like your math song. Give me a break. <laughs> break me off a piece of that it mathematics. Weirdly enough, another 22. Um, yeah, so you you fire Mr. Bang um, back through your coat. Um, the bullet flies true, um, but a foot before the mirror, um, there is a crackle of um, bright orange electrical energy um, like you've hit a wall. Um, and uh, the bullet um, crackles there for, for a moment or two and then uh, falls to the ground. Um, and uh, the uh, Eisenhorn says, ah, a clever play. Unfortunately, our arena has been set. No outside assistance or interference, nor any uh, bystander accidents. We had a few too many of those early on in the days of the Order. It's just you and me in here. And, of course, and he gestures broadly to your uh, like scabbard of unlikely fellowship. He says, and I suppose your friends. Duncan will try to stab him in the face. I'm aware that I won't be able to this round, but he's not going to stop <laughs> talking to have a chat. Fuck this guy. Yep. Um, I'm poisoned. So, <laughs> so Tom, uh, are we in the arena then? You are not. We're not. Okay. It's almost um, like people have tried to interfere with this sort of thing throughout time and they got wise to it. All right. I, um, I think Gwendolyn does see like that Duncan's try like tried to destroy mm -hmm. the mirror. And she kind of starts like casually like sidling over. Okay, roll, roll me a stealth chair. <laughs> oh, Tom, um, do I roll, roll anything to, to try yeah, to roll, the poison? Yeah. Roll con, please. Uh, it's a 12 stealth. Okay. You begin to saunter loudly. <laughs> do I have do I have disadvantage on the con due to the poison? Or is this uh, a straight con? Yes, you do, because you're poisoned. You are correct. Is, or no, sorry. It's a. It, this isn't a skill check. This is a save. So you okay. just roll, roll pure. Uh, let me just check one thing. Nope, that's saves, which is nice. 16. Uh, it's a 19. 19. Um, all right. Um, the uh, the poison hasn't taken hold. Um, and uh, although you, you have um, sweat upon your brow, um, and your neck is still very, very cold. Um, you, uh, you you can feel the the effects lessening on you. Yeah, I think what I'll say to him is, oh, that poison, we try that one on three knees. Um, <laughs> you say as you attempt to stab him in the face. Um, yeah, so <laughs> it does a lot. <laughs> let's, let's see what, what happens here. Um, all right, so that's um, taking two attacks. Uh, that is uh, 17 and 17. They'll both hit. Great. Well, he's AC 17. Does a tie hit or does a tie miss? Tie I don't hits. actually know. Great. Yep. Then yeah, you smack the shit out of me. Great. Um, so as as you try and um, stab uh, stab his face, um, he uh, just kind of like swings one hand up, moves your blade aside, um, and then just like punches you in the face with the hilt um, mm -hmm. before um, slashing down across your chest. Uh, so that first hilt strike will be... Uh, uh, oh, actually, that's, that's not too bad. Um, eight points of damage. Okay. Uh, the second one. I will take that one. 
Yeah, yeah, you're making the right call here. Uh, the second one is uh, 14. Great. I will spend a swashing point to try to parry, which means I will ignore. Oh, I, I would ignore up to 19 points of damage. So right. it hits me in the face successfully with the punch, but when the sword comes back, there's a scabbard to deflect it. Great. Um, and following that, uh, he doesn't attempt to, to stab you with the dagger. Uh, instead, this time he lunges for your neck. <gasps> Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. Dum Dums and Dice would like to invite you to check out their flagship podcast, Dum Dums and Dragons. It's a show where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. It features Laura Elizabeth as the wizard Alan, Tyler Hewitt as the thief Quinny, and Ryan LaPlante as a cleric named Butthole. Through their first season, these heroes experience the minds of Fandelva, but starting in season two, they step into a world of fully original adventures from the mind of DM Tom McGee. Follow them from the beginning of their quest through Five more seasons and beyond! Check it out now! Dum Dums and Dragons! He will hit. Um, oh, no. And. Um, Brian, he's going to drain you for five and he's going to gain five. Okie dokie. Um, and then he, uh, he. Like, it's not like he stays latched on. Like, it's just a quick, like. Um, it, you feel like it's almost frustration. It's like the scabbard gets in the way of the strike, so he just like lunges forward, vampire style, um, yeah. bites into your neck, vampire um, style, during, vampire style. Um, <laughs> before uh, you kind of like kick him off, um, and he kind of leaps backward, nimbly um, landing, um, and uh, sort of uh, running his his uh, tongue across his bloodied lips, just says, "Hmm." The taste of heroes. It has been so long. Um, and then we're well, back everyone deserves a last meal. <laughs> Great. Uh, Duncan, go ahead. Great. He's fuck this guy. He's going to stab the fucking shit out of him. No more getting fancy. No more getting clever. This is just sword on sword violence. Um, great. So he's going to assault again. Uh, let's see what happens. It's a 19 to hit. Yep, that'll hit. Great. That one will do. Uh, 
13 damage from the first strike. Yep. The second strike is a 17. 17, uh, he will parry. Um, but uh, you feel it's a bit of a desperate parry. Um, so it, there's nothing clean or fancy about it. Um, the blade's kind of going straight for his face. Um, and just he has to open hand smack it away uh, with his with his free hand. Um you hear uh, the kind of metallic clang of the uh, the blade sheath um, off uh, the flat of your sword, um, but he's a little bit off balance. Okie dokie. Uh, Tom? Yes. Um, seeing that um, he does seem to be kind of um, not doing well, um, I... Okay, so I can't possess this guy, mm-hmm. but I would like to see if I can just like pass through and distract him perhaps to give Duncan an advantage using my soul escape. Okay. Um, Ryan, you're out of actions, correct? Yes. So maybe say I mean, that I still have time. a bonus reaction or a reaction, but I don't. Yeah. But I did everything I was going to fucking do. Okay. So do you want to make it easier for Duncan to hit him or harder for him to hit Duncan? Um, I want to make it harder for him to hit Duncan. Okay. So um, you separate from your armor and lurch forward um, at, at sort of full speed. Um, but uh, like a bug flying into a bl- bug zapper, um, your essence um, hits the, uh, the side of the arena uh, and crackles with arcane energy. Well, uh, shit. You're going to take uh, 12 points of damage um, <laughs> as the armor collapses into a heap. Uh, you uh, sort of get shocked uh, against it and then fall backward like you're taking the nasty plunge um, into it. That said, your pain was tremendously distracting. Um, so I'm going to give him disadvantage on his first attack. Yay! Just because he he kind of looks uh, over um, and just kind of shakes his head, but like also smiling. He's like, I remember when my cousin tried that one. <laughs> Classic. Um, <laughs> you know, vampires, they like turning into mist and trying to go places. Um, okay, so he's going to take uh, his first attack at, at Duncan, just going for like a uh, a quick kind of like lunging stab, um, aiming for your your sword shoulder. But he does look away uh, to reminisce briefly before he does. <laughs> that is a three and a one. Uh, so he fails. Uh, Duncan, you can take uh, an opportunity attack. Great. Uh, Duncan rolls. That's a twenty four. Oh yeah, baby. So I think Duncan, it'll simply be, he like ducks beneath it and his blade kind of fans out and comes around and catches the inside of his forearm. Like gotcha. it's just yep. hitting the, the overextended lunge for a total of uh, eight magical piercing damage. Very good. Um, he, uh, he actually cries out in pain at this. Uh, it's like frustrated pain, but you know, this is not a, this is a classic. You made me bleed my own blood kind of situation. <laughs> he's, uh, he's not built for this. Um, great. Uh, so, uh, looking down at, at, at his, uh, bloodied arm, um, he, uh, thrusts the, the hidden blade, uh, for your face. Uh, that is a 17 to hit. That'll hit. All right. Bloody hell. AC 17. I can't make my iron silk gloves for a gnome and my crotch piece in anything yet. So this is as good uh, as it gets. I <laughs> rolled badly. Um, so that's six points of, uh, of damage. And then I need you to roll a con save, please. Okay. Con save comes to 18. 
All right. Perfect. Uh, again, they tried on recruits. You went through basic, <laughs> you know how this goes. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, no, no poison for you. Um, like what, what, what Duncan will say at that point is now they're just probably, I'm imagining one of those weird clashing where they're back and yep. forth things. So, you know what they say about dead men? They always try the same thing, expecting different results. Uh, sorry, I couldn't hear you over the sound of your friend getting electrocuted and you failing to shoot my cool mirror. Um, Duncan, you're up. Right. I'm sorry. People have to watch the YouTube video just to see your hand actions. For it's, princess, it's Princess Bride shit over yeah, here. Yeah, it's just full on Muppet fighting. Yeah. Uh, I think this is just the moment where Duncan had been backing away, and then it's just the tilt forwards. And I think he's done aiming for limbs now. He's like chopped the shit out of this guy's hand and arm and front mm-hmm. leg. And now he's going for the torso, not for the clean run through, but he's trying to cut deep, like neck, chest, stomach, groin, like wherever he can get an opening now. No no one can target now because they're both definitely at that speed where it's just reflex, but it's yep. any opening you can get. All righty. Coming in with the first strike. Some dog shit on the dice. Hmm. Spin that swashing point because that's what I have them for. That's a 19. Uh, yes, that'll hit. Dope. That one will do. Oh, max damage. That is eight, 12, uh, 16 damage. Whew from the rapier strike and then the second one oh man that'd be a roll i like that's obscene (laughs) it's a 21 before i add modifiers uh then we will he will attempt to parry yeah (laughs) i rolled a 17 but i also have blessed from the scabbard and i rolled Ah. a four on the d4 so it became a 21 which gets boosted to a 29 that's what it is um and then that will do uh, nine magical piercing damage. All right, he's he's looking a bit rough. Um, the thing is, like, I feel like like Gwendolyn's been ready to like smash this mirror since she gained composure of herself again. But it's like I don't I don't think Duncan needs it. So I mean, <laughs> would, would you smash it anyway? I I mean I don't I don't know. Look, I don't want to like fuck shit up until I know that this like vampire thing is is like about to be fucked. So I think like okay, if this thing's going down, I'm gonna smash the mirror. But I don't want it to be like I I don't want to smash the mirror before like the moment <laughs> that like we know Duncan's gonna win, it, just in case it'd be like. I don't know, someone will say we broke the rules and they just like summarily execute Duncan or something like that. <laughs> like, I'm, I don't know the rules and I don't like not knowing. <laughs> yeah, th- these are fair concerns. Um, <laughs> Gwendolyn is growing up in front of all yeah, of our ears right, right now. Yeah. Um, okay. She cares. She cares about her Duncan. So uh, that brings us to him. Um, again, looking a bit worse for wear. Um, same thing, just in in full assault mode. Um, so no no finesse, just just murder. Holy shit! Uh, I am rolling trash. That is another one. Um, <laughs> yes. But uh, I'm gonna roll the 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 first hit uh, is a uh, a twenty one. So I'm just gonna go ahead with damage on that guy. Um. Ooh, that's less great. 
Um, that is. Da, da, da. Uh, sorry, just doing some math here. 22. Great. He is going to try to parry that one because that is some nasty business. Uh, yeah, dude. He will parry. That is, he will parry 18 of that damage. So it gets right. cut down to four. Nice. Yep. Solid. How does parry work, Ryan? So parry works is if I take melee, if I am damaged with a melee weapon attack, I can reduce the damage by 1d8 plus my dex plus my level. So it ends up being 1d8 oh. plus 11. And I rolled a seven, cool. which was very nice. So that's nice. why it's 18. All right, gotcha. So that means I took four. Worthwhile. Um, I'll give you uh, another um, opportunity attack on his one. Okay. Uh, do I need to do a con save from his poisoning? You are not business? currently poisoned. Uh, he oh, no. I... The, we haven't done the dagger yet. So currently you're... Yeah. Got it. The sword is also poisoned. <laughs> but it comes in several flavors. Um, but uh, uh, only the dagger uh, forces the, uh, the check. Got it. Okay. So the attack of opportunity is a 27. Yes. Great. And that will do... Uh, 11 points Very of good. magical piercing damage from the skull rapier. I think that'll be a good slice across the gut. Yeah, yeah. It cuts through his, like, well-oiled and, and uh, cared for, like, jerkin. Uh, but you can feel it bite into into flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he he just straight up, like, snarls at you in a very feral way. It's, it's a far cry from, like, you know, gentleman monster. Um, and uh, as as he kind of looks down, uh, he just looks up at you with increasingly animalistic uh, eyes. Uh, let's see if, okay, uh, his bite has not recharged, so he can't do that. Um, he's going to go for, um, again, just like, almost like throwing an arm around you and just trying to like um, prison shiv you with the... Uh, the blade oh yeah baby that is a uh 25 to hit that'll get, do pig get that'll that do. prison shiv and that will be uh six points of damage and a con save please all right con save Ugh, con save is bad even with all the stuff i have going on con save comes out to a grand total of like nine so okay uh unfortunately poison. this time the the blade drives Eesh. deeper and the uh, the slowly accruing poison load in your system begins to uh, begins to to rise. Um, Duncan, uh, it's over to you. Um, Maka, uh, you're observing this, but you've also seen the inability of of Gwendolyn to to uh, impact this, and you've also decided to respect the rules of of the duel. Um, is there anything you would be doing during this? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna prepare, ready in action, if I may. Mm-hmm. Uh, dispel magic um, for if uh, Duncan loses if Duncan falls before this this vampiric duelist I would like to cast dispel magic on this force field around the arena cool sounds good Uh... man I have been missing a bonus this whole combat that is so fucking funny because it's called fucking duelist. As <laughs> opposed to only applies if you're fighting one person and it has one damage to every roll, attack and Because you've never had like a one-on-one fight. I've never fucking fight. dueled anyone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, look, I've been marking down damage. So you've done, you've damaged him one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight times. So I'm going to give you eight free damage. 
Oh, you're such a nice boy, Tom. For being, for being a duelist and That's stuff. That's so nice. I literally have forgotten because the rule are it has to be a single <laughs> opponent with no other combats within 10 feet. And I don't think that's ever happened. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm thinking is like, oh, no, he needs it. <laughs> he needs those eight. <laughs> I mean, I need them. I want them and here. I'll take them. <laughs> um. Okay, great. So one second. I'm just recalculating here. Okay. Yeah, great. Um, I think for the people watching for like Maka and Gwendolyn I think at this point we're closing in on the end of the final boxing match at, like in the movie Rocky yeah. and right now like Duncan appears to be Apollo Creed but like <laughs> they're on their feet they're fighting but we're closing in on a winner yeah. <laughs> from either side right um, Brian you're up <clears throat> Great. poison this is coursing a- through your veins this is a fucking street fight now. So I think it's just smashing with like this, the scabbard, just smashing the hand down with the dagger out of the way, punching him in the face with the the skull rapier to try to get some distance. And then he's just going to try to stab him like through a fucking eye with just like a nice sure. big punch through. So I have disadvantage due to poison, correct? That is correct. All righty. I'm going to use the assault because I need all the fucking help I can get at this point. Uh, and I did that last turn. Oh, okay. Oof. Okay. Let's see what this adds out to. The bottom number was a seven plus the bless uh, is an 18 to hit. Yes. By one. Great. That. So he punches him in the face with the skull rapier and does a grand total of 13, uh, 13 magical piercing damage. Okay. Uh, and then his second attack must roll twice. Oof. That not great. Um, is only a 14 to hit. So he will miss with the second one due to the cold slowing down his yeah. system. Go ahead and roll your, uh, your save. Great. It's a con save, correct? But, yes. Yeah, well, I fail that shit anyways uh, with a grand total of like a nine. Sadly, the poison continues to work. It's it's dark oh. designs. Um, you feel his, uh, his orbital um, crunch under your, your assault um, and, and crack. Uh, and as he, he steps back, he just kind of like touches it briefly and kind of winces and just says, do you have any idea how much of a bitch it is to regrow bones? Um, and then he's going to um, just like full, like kind of leaping stab. Um, <laughs> just before he leaves, Duncan goes, bet not as much of a bitch as your mother. <laughs> Amazing. Jesus. Uh, all right. Let's yeah. uh, go, go full Connery. <laughs> yeah. Gwendolyn like crosses her arms disapprovingly. <laughs> no one notices or cares. And I think uh, Duncan <laughs> bleeding while dying, fighting a vampire alone, just yells, stop judging me for the wit. <laughs> um all right, so that first hit, bud, is going to be a uh, 19. Oh, that'll hit, baby. This All man right. is wearing a shirt. I'm wearing a shirt. <laughs> He's not yep. fast enough. He gets stabbed. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, that is 16 points of damage. All right, he will use a swashing point to parry that son of a bitch right there. Uh, removing a grand total of 15 damage, so he will take one. Nice. Uh, second one is a miss. Um, so Excellent. comes, comes cutting down, um, and, uh, uh, he, uh, attempts to sort of slash back across you, but, um, he's also distracted a bit by your repartee. Um, and, uh, <laughs> it just says, uh, 
I once had companions who would judge me from the ring. I am somewhat envious of you, Duncan Kindano. Um, and then he uh, immediately drops into like a ah! and leaps at you with uh, with his uh, with his drinking <laughs> fangs. Um, oh man, he misses with the drinking fangs. No blood for him. Um, Gwendolyn gives a hearty ha. Yeah, uh, his teeth close around your your. You get your gauntlet up, so his teeth like chomp on the the copper, and um, you just like toss him off. Uh, yeah. And then I say to him, everyone's jealous of perfection. And you look, and he's just like, he's bloody and all <laughs> fucked up, but he's still going to own it in very Duncan style. All right, uh, uh, go ahead, man. All right, I think I think he's coming in now, and this is like no more fucking around at all. So like the scabbard is being used solely to try to batter his rapier aside because they're both tired. And it's just like batter aside, ram through for torso, batter another way, ram yep. through for torso. Sure. Every strike is an attempted kill strike. Um disadvantage for poison uh, devastating oh uh, plus this other one which leaves me at uh 16 to hit sadly no dice sir but it's all right they're both they're both doing what they got to do here um the second strike however is uh 17 17 bang on the money Great. And that one will do uh, 15 magical piercing damage. Great. As uh, you you run him through, um, there is a, a blinding flash of light um, as, uh, as he kind of screams and arcs backward. Um, as you, you pull your blade back, um, you see uh, him grow, grow dark. Uh, and uh, you feel um, a sort of a, a warm, a tingling sensation um, on your chest. And as you look down, um, you see the uh, the orange sigil um, briefly uh, flare up um, on you. And um, the the voice uh, just says, Eisenhorn El Ravan falls to Duncan Kindano. A new challenger has entered. Um, and you just hear Ravon yelling, no, 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 it's, it's been centuries. And he kind of like starts to get up and like, there's just like, you know, vampiric blood kind of rushing down him um, all around you. The, uh, the energy shield drops. Um, and, uh, uh, and he just kind of like looks very much like a, a trapped animal. There's all, all the, there's kind of a, a surprise and a shock and uh, the, the fear that Duncan for to your eyes, at least only an immortal who has realized the walls are closing in could feel. Um, I think you, you know, sorry, you go ahead. Oh no, I was going to say if the shield's coming down, then I think Duncan would just look to Maka and point at um, Eisenhorn and just say, Maka, welcome back to the cycle. <laughs> Because Maka hates the fucking undead. Yes, he does. Yeah, <laughs> he, he does live for centuries unnaturally. You're cut like yeah. And just, uh, welcome Maka, back, fella. <laughs> you, you would know uh, from your studies in hatred of the undead <clears throat> that um, you know stake through the heart kills a vampire in any dimension. You're fresh out of stakes, but you do have a root folk arm. <laughs> sure, yeah, that'll work. Uh, <laughs> Maka. Um, uh, yeah, Maka, I think, just opens his hand 
and the club just falls to the ground because he doesn't need it right now for this. Uh, and just kind of like Kung Fu, like five finger death strike, just kind of just a cone of his <laughs> tree fingers just yep. plunge into uh, the vampire's chest, into his heart. Um, as uh, as you, you, you go for the strike, uh, he just says, wait and then you just pow like punch him <laughs> through the chest um and uh as you do uh his features collapse inward um as his his skin turns to dust um spilling inward into the bones uh that have have supported his unnatural frame for so long um and the uh uh the sword uh, shatters against the ground um as his his body kind of um sinks uh, leaving behind immaculate, slightly sliced up armor and um, a very dead vampire. Duncan, exhausted, bleeding, you feel the sigil begin to fade. And as warriors around the world break into full grins, knowing a new challenger has finally entered the game, the last thing you hear before the sigil disappears is the voice say, Welcome to the great game, Duncan Kindano. Be prepared, for now they are coming. All right, somebody give me a rule book to this game. And what the fuck is going on with Dano? Why does everybody who knows something fucking say it right before I have to kill him? Just tell me. I don't know, but should I smash this mirror now? I, I don't know. Ask her. We we like her. Um, <laughs> And Darna uh, just shrugs and says, my debts are paid. And then she just picks up a golden statue and whips it through the mirror. Uh, And then just like sighs and says, so who wants to get fucking high? This episode of Curse Code and Crown Sound was mixed and edited by Laura Hamstra, and the campaign was created by Tom McGee. Our original theme music was composed by Landon Noblock, and Curse Code and Crown's logo was created by the brilliant Decapitated Markers. If you want to follow our players or our DM on Twitter, you can reach out to Laura at EL Hamstring, Ryan at the Ryan LeBlanc. Tyler at Tyler underscore Hewitt, Tom McGee at McGee TD, or you can message our whole company at Dum Dum Dice. So please join us again for more Curse, Code, and Crown! Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, the half-blind prophet. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby. One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield. Lorda Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Anna Zed, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Cameron Ezel, Grandma Likes D&D, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.